0: good morning everybody if I can if I can get quiet in the chambers so that we can get started with our presentations this morning a lot of you might be looking at me saying where's the parish president I am NOT the parish president she's not feeling well today but my name is Valerie Brolin I'm the deputy chief operating officer and I am very excited to be with you today and give you these certificates of which from what I understand, are very well-deserved, and they were very hard-earned. So for everyone else in the chambers here with us today are some very, very special athletes from JPRD, East 10U, and 12U softball teams. So first, I'd like to welcome the 10U softball team. If you can stand up. Everybody just give them a round of applause. These girls, these girls, made an unbelievable run to win the Babe Ruth World Series in Treasure Coast, Florida, last month. The JPRD E10U defeated Milford, Connecticut, in back-to-back World Series victories after winning the Louisiana State Championship and the Southwest Regional Championship. So here we're here today to honor these special athletes. And we'll and we'll call up their coaches to you know share some words um, and to to pass out the certificates and to congratulate them. So coaches, you can come on up. The coaches Michelle Deermitt, Randy Deermitt, and Pete Adams. Are you here? You can come up. I'm not gonna make you give a speech unless you really, really want to. No, not really.
1: But,
2: <laughs>
0: but I would like for you guys to be up here as we present these certificates to these, to these girls today. So our first one is Maya Adams, yeah. Mallory Como. Caroline Melius. Tiana job, Tiana Albert.
3: Job,
0: Bella Durr. Camille Sprouls. Megan Cash. Scarlett Fusillet. Dixie Tatum. Jay, Angelina Macaluso, Avery Cinquemano, and Madison Manali. So before we move on to the next group, if everyone could just come down, we're gonna do the group picture now with everyone and their certificates with this group, and then we'll move on to the next group. Oh, okay. Thank
4: you.
0: So we just make a line. Y'all, y'all have your picture posed? Good. That's how I like it. Great job. Scooch it mo, scooch it mo. All right. The next group, if I can get everybody's attention one more time, we have another presentation. And the next group I'd like to honor is the 12U JPRD East Girls softball team. In July, the team went undefeated in bracket play to win the Babe Ruth 12U World Series in Treasure Coast, Florida, after winning the state championship in Ponchatoula and the regional championship in Brownfield, Texas. Congratulations to JPRD for continuing to take our athletics to the next level and to the athletes like you who make our parish so proud with these impressive wins. All of us are so proud of your hard work. This time I'd like to invite JPRD Director Mario Bazile to come up this time and he will share some more words um, about these teams and about this team and then he'll ask the coaches to come up.
5: Good morning. This is one of the best parts of my job is to get a chance to, again, recognize um, you guys for, for what you've done, what you've accomplished this summer. Um, I always like to start off by thanking the parents, grandparents, family, friends for uh, giving JPRD the opportunity to provide these uh, experiences for your children. Um, we have worked very hard within JPRD. Uh, to elevate and improve our girls' programming. Um, and this is this is a testament to uh, our progress. So I, I do want to acknowledge the, the staff that's here. Uh, we've got a lot of our playground supervisors here, our administrators, uh, Tim, Brad. Um, you know, these guys work tirelessly to put together the kinds of experiences that you guys have, have been able to achieve. So I think that moving forward, we're hoping that you guys can, can rebound on this and, and look forward next summer because we always want you guys to come back into our programs. Um, we look forward to opening up our, uh, our renovated softball complex. You guys are going to be playing on that next year. I know that's going to be exciting. Just did that. Um, so that's coming up uh, later on this month, so be looking for information about that. Congratulations again, uh, girls, and we appreciate you guys uh, as always. I'd like to invite the coaches up to present the certificates.
1: So before
0: you guys come up, I forgot. Can you all stand up so we can give you all a big round of applause? Thank you. And right now I'd like to ask Dawn Benoit, Alyssa Helwig, Mark Ortiz, and Ashley Ortiz if you're here to come up here and join us as we present the certificate. Okay, we're gonna start with Piper Christian. Gabriela Ezel, Alexis Noel. Julia Corsell, Ariella Fry, Lily Roussel, Finley Crescent, Lily LaCroix. Madison Shannon, <laughs> Shelby Collada, <laughs> Ava Martinez, <laughs> Sage Fisho, <laughs> Danica Dorer. Michaela Mortar, and Alexa Walsh. If if everyone can get picture ready, we'll take our group picture, and congratulations to all of you.
6: All right, everybody, if uh, we could quiet down. Everybody, please quiet down. We still have one more presentation uh, to go. Uh, at this time, I'd like to introduce Honorable Councilman Dino Bonanno.
7: I'm sorry about all the noise and excitement. Just everybody's so excited and shocked to see the assessor in a coat and tie. We just can't get over that. Well,
6: ah. Wait, Councilman, I, I brought one you just brought in one
7: case. You brought one for him? Look, you okay. see, he just, in just in case, case. he's ready all for right.
2: you.
8: I better show
7: because i need his coat <laughs> <laughs> his coat Good morning everybody you know if y'all know my history i've been with jefferson paris for 34 years now and i can honestly say throughout the 34 years no one has ever given a certificate of merit for the cause that i'm going to give one today it's a very unique individual he's not happy about it his parents made him come here but i need to call up grayson Aber and, and his parents danny and allison Aber. please come on up Grayson is the son of Danny and Alyssa Abair of Metairie. They've been friends of mine for quite a while. Danny works for the sheriff's office. And as a young child, Grayson watched his father drag race at different events throughout the southern part of the United States. At the age of five, his father purchased him a car, and Grayson began learning the fundamentals of drag racing. Young Grayson began traveling with his father to practice driving in his car in the hopes of one day participating as a junior drag racer. At the young age of seven, he began to compete in the National Hot Rod Association and the International Hot Rod Association sanctioned events all across the Southern United States. In his first year of racing in 2021, he competed in the seven to nine year old bracket and Grayson won multiple races and finished as runner up in numerous others. He even competed in a race against 12 year old drivers in Bell Rose, Louisiana, where he came in second place. The King of the Coast event in Gulfport was his main event in 2021 and Grayson managed to win multiple rounds against boys as old as nine years old, and at just seven years old, he finished in fourth place in that event. Grayson has earned a spot in the upcoming Christmas on the Coast race that will be held in Gulfport in December. This race features 200 of the top junior drag racers from around the country and between other drag races of different ages. He is halfway through the 2022 racing season and is sitting in the top Tier of racers at multiple tracks. It is my honor and pleasure to issue this certificate of merit to Grayson Abair for having accomplished so much at such a young age in the sport of junior drag racing. Grayson, congratulations! Can we take a picture? Come on, y'all, get in. House members, if y'all want to come down and get in this picture, please.
6: All right, everybody we have about seven minutes and we'll convene uh, for the council meeting thank you all right everybody we're gonna go ahead and bring this meeting to order uh, we had to wait till mr. Al Morrell could get here before we could start our meeting so uh, he, he, he's in the house now so we're gonna go ahead and move forward um, welcome everybody today on this wednesday actually it was pretty to have some nice sunshine out there a couple days in a row with great weather uh we're here at the jefferson parish council meeting on wednesday september 14th 2022 in the joseph s yeni building at 1221 elmwood park boulevard jefferson parish louisiana we're now calling this meeting to order uh we, we councilman walker is going to introduce uh our, gu- our guest for the invocation but at at first, I'd like to recognize Ms. Valerie to, uh for a comment of silence. Moment of silence.
0: Okay. Okay, thank you very much, Mr. Chairman. Uh, before the invocation, I'd just like to ask for a moment of silence. Um, two weeks ago, we lost Mrs. Charlotte Ruiz, and so we'd like to take a moment of silence in her memory. Ms. Ruiz was known as a tireless volunteer in many community organizations, including board member of Jefferson Beautification, secretary of the Civic League of Jefferson, past president of the Pelican State Pachyderm, and a member of the East Jefferson Republican Women's Club. She was an associate member of the Metro RWC, member of the Louisiana Federation of Republican Women, Dawn Busters of Kiwanis and the Republican State Central Committee. So, if we could just have a moment of silence for her.
6: Thank you. Uh, And at this time, I'd like to yield to Councilman Impostato. Uh,
2: Unfortunately, I'd like to ask for another moment of silence. Um, Recently, um, we suffered the death, the loss of a former District 4A, longtime parish employee and City of Kenner director, Emil Lafricade, um, who was uh, District 4A under under former Councilman Ed Munez, and then uh, a director in the City of Kenner under then-Mayor, Ed Munoz, and so we lost him uh, since our last meeting so we'd ask for a moment of silence in that regard.
6: Thank you, everyone. Uh, Councilman Walker.
9: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'd like to introduce Pastor David Watson this morning from Metairie Ridge Presbyterian Church. He's been there since 2018. He's also a former chaplain at the New Orleans Police Department. Thank you for being here this morning.
4: Thank you, Councilman Walker. Thank you, everyone. Please join me in prayer, if you would. A great one who creates, transforms, and unites us all. We share this day a sense of awe and we give you thanks for the wonders of your creation, whether it be a brilliant sunrise, a mighty wind, or a gentle rain. We strive to grow towards your hope for us each day, and so we share in a common desire for the healing of the human spirit, a passion for justice, a stronger sense of community, and to live free from cr- crime and senseless violence. All of us in this great parish have a longing for connections between people from different backgrounds, a growing appreciation of our gifts that give us opportunities for us to be together as we take part in an excitement of the spaces that we share that feels like our common home. Lord God, we of this community are one in support and pray for our leaders who with integrity and courage lead us into the future, taking the best of our past and building on it creating a vision of our future that pulls us forward. So fill this room, O oh God, with your wisdom, and fill each person here with a sense of awe and respect. God, be with everyone here now in the fullness of life, filling all of us with your purpose and with your hope. For this is our prayer, given in your holy name. Amen. Amen.
6: Thank you for your words. Uh, I would like to ask uh, Chief Don Roberts to please step forward to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance.
5: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Chief.
6: Madam Clerk, can you please call the roll?
10: Yes, sir. Chairman Templett Present. Councilman Walker? Here. Councilman Edwards? Present. Councilman Bonanno? Here. Councilman Empestado? Present. Councilwoman Van Rankin? Present. And Ms. Valerie Brolin, representing the parish president? Present. And I've completed the role.
6: Thank thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, At this time, Ms. Rowland, would you like to address the council on behalf of the parish president?
0: Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Good morning, council members. Unfortunately, I'm here on behalf of the parish president today as she is out sick. So I'll be providing you with an update from some of our departments on upcoming events, activities, and initiatives. We'll start with JP Workforce Development. Our Jefferson Parish Workforce Development Board, in partnership with JEDCO, is hosting two informational sessions on Wednesday, September 21st, from 9 to 10:30, and then from 1 to 2:30 at the JEDCO Conference Center. This is for employers, training providers, and community organizations, and will include information about subsidized. Personnel and training assistance for businesses. You can pre-register for this, but walk-ins are welcome. And for more information, you can call 504-736-6542. And our public information office will ask that they'll put something out with regard to this specific to pre-registration. Moving on to Jeff Cap. JEFF CAP continues to partner with Atmos Energy to assist residents who have purchased or replaced natural gas appliances damaged due to Hurricane Ida. JEFF CAP is also partnering with United Way to assist Jefferson Parish citizens in retaining their homes during an economic hardship. Eligible clients may receive up to three months of mortgage assistance. For more information about these programs, or to find out more about the various assistance that JeffCat provides, please call 504-736-6900. j In an effort to help future adopters and to find homes for animals in our care, j teamed up with the Inner Pup to administer pro-heart injections to all heartworm negative dogs in the facility. This was a total of 83 dogs that now have heartworm prevention, which covers them for six months and makes it so much more affordable for the adopters. JPAWS is currently offering vetted pets for $10 through the month of September. All adoptions include pro-heart injections or heartworm treatment through the Fix-A-Heart program. Four weeks of free behavior training offered by Building Bonds and free vaccines, microchips, and spay and neuter. We also have doggy bags for new pet owners that include toys, leashes, collars, treats, and pet food. For more information, call J-Paw's West Bank Animal Shelter at 504-349-5111. JPRD. JPRD is hosting another family kickball tournament at Miley Softball Complex on Saturday, September 24th at 10 a.m. Teams must have 7 to 10 players, and all participants should be ages 7 or older. The cost to participate is $15 per team. If interested, you can register online at jprd.org or call 504-349-5000 or five zero zero zero. Library, the East Bank Regional Library is hosting a jigsaw puzzle extravaganza on Saturday, September 24th from one to four p.m. This event is free of charge and open to the public. There is no registration necessary. Patrons may bring their used puzzles to swap with other patrons. Each puzzle should be intact with all of its pieces. Puzzles that remain untraded can be donated to the Friends of the Jefferson Parish Public Library. There will be a jigsaw puzzle contest at 2 p.m. that day, which involves teams of two people 18 years of age or older who will work to complete or come close to completion of a 500-piece puzzle by 4 p.m. to win special prizes. For more information, please go to jplibrary.net. And finally, uh, we I would like to introduce our new director and welcome him, Ryan Favre, who I believe is in the audience today. Ryan, if you could just stand up. Ryan Favre um, has accepted the position as our new Ilario Center general manager, but he's not new to Jefferson Parish. Ryan has been with the Ilario Center for eight years, serving as the marketing director and that's prior to taking on this new role as general manager. We're very excited to have him and look forward to his leadership to take the Elario Center to the next level. And that concludes my remarks, Mr. Chairman. Thank,
6: thank, thank you. And congratulations, young man, for uh, coming on board, uh, as well as Ms. Brolin. You did a fine job. I let to see if any colleagues have any questions for you. Any questions or comments? Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not, yet. <laughs> Not yet, first round you did pretty good. So. Thanks. Thank you. All right, that brings us to the portion of our meeting for our citizens wishing to appear before the council on resolutions on the addendum agenda and the regular agenda. Uh, those wishing to speak will have three minutes to do so. Uh, please hope, sign a card to, do, to speak as well as please keep the subject germane to the topic of the resolutions. Those who will sort of please come forward. Mm-hmm.
2: That's an ordinance.
6: That's, that's an ordinance. We'll figure this out, right? Frankie Hires, 509 Homo.
11: and spark some curiosity in the way we go. I didn't get through much of this agenda, got late to this thing, so you know, I only really made it through the, the mid-60s, and to give, be given three minutes to try and address over 100 plus items, again, I take exception with. Y'all reduce this time from five minutes some time before I arrived. That being said, I take exception with 39, 44, 45, 63, 68 to 73. Anything related with this new thing that we got to hire at 500,000 a pop, which is, I guess, uh, uh, there's some kind of laboratory services we're going to do. And then there's the electrical engineers as needed. Uh, It just seems harks of last year when it was, I don't know, surveyors and some kind of architects or some other engineers that we hired in mass. I think we've hired them all. There can't be another engineer in this parish that isn't on the parish teat. We've got to figure this out. My, My buddy needs to get work done by an engineer. He can't get him to answer a phone call. I think it's because between Orleans and Jefferson Parish, we've hired them all out. We could do better. We don't need to do this. We're paying more for everything right now. We're in an infl- inflationary period. I look at all the spending and I'm just like aghast. It's like, can we not see that this is not the time to indulge anything like $40,000 for helmets? Jesus, and then to try and track where you're spending it, right? So we get $800,000 spent to, to Gretna to do home incarceration. How many kids are incarcerated? How many, how many people are home incarcerated? We're going to spend $803,000 to Gretna to do this for us on behalf of the parish. That's my parish taxes going to the city of Gretna to perform a function that really, I'm hoping all the home, home incarcerated people are on the West Bank so that it's close to Gretna so that we're not paying for cat, gas money for the people of Gretna to do this via on the East Bank, right? Is anybody getting this? You're arbitrarily formed. You're trying to serve two distinctly dissimilar bodies, And it shows, it shows terribly. The noblesse oblige that y'all got to go here through congratulating somebody on another directorship. I I pity the man. You know, y'all come up through these ranks. I'm not surprised. He's no stranger to Jefferson Parish. I see how this kind of functions. You got your dot orgs. You got your little corporations. You spend $500,000 to six-month-year-olds and three to three-year-olds, and you can't stop taking photo ops. Meanwhile, you. A million dollars goes to something none of us need. Yep, 30 seconds. Time after time after time. And we're going to, that 63 that's going to that J pass, on behalf of Ms. Bonnie, who I guess showed up late, I guess she's going to hit you up on this. Don't do it. Just don't do it.
6: Exercise some restraint. Thank you. Please state your name for the record.
3: Al Morella, 4260 East Royola Drive, 5th District, Kent, 4th District, Gun Incorporated, Jefferson, 50 years. Uh, resolutions number 22, number 51, 52, 53, 64, 83, 84, 85, 98, and 99. Now, I got a lot of them here today, so I may have to refer to my sheets on some of them. There's a lot, <laughs> that's a lot to remember. Uh, but anyway, we'll go with 22 first. This is six million dollars. Uh, for, uh, pipes in Grand Isle. Uh, as we all know, Grand Isle was pretty well much devastated after Hurricane Ida. So, uh, there's a lot of work down there. That's the reason for this, uh, six million dollars. Okay? Now, we'll go to, uh, let's go to, uh, 51. 51, we got $107,000. Uh, this is additional work. Uh, Additional work on this project. That's the reason why it's a, uh, it's, it's a increase of $107,000. Okay? Now uh, let's go to 52. All right? Uh, 52 is an additional $12,000 uh, because of the increased cost of materials and also additional work. Now we'll go to 53. There's no increase on 53. This is a requirement of a C, of a uh, CDBDBG I'm sorry, uh, community development block grant. And there's no increase, but as a requirement, uh, there had to be 37 days added to the contract. Okay, so now we'll go to uh, 54, 64, I'm sorry. Sixty-four, uh, we got inspection fees, additional inspection fees, and inspection fees during the construction process. That's the reason why we got uh, $186,450 additional cost. Okay, 83, we got $11,000 uh, additional cost. It's uh, added additional work and additional designs uh, affiliated with the work.
6: I oh, have 20 seconds.
3: Okay. I get them all, man. Get the papers loose here. Let's see. Okay. 84 design and inspections, both sides, of the east and west of David Drive, additional work. And we got 98 uh, maintenance contract for landscaping. And we got 99 uh, extended original cap. A lot more fences that was broken because of the storm. Uh, the cap has been uh, increased to 500000 Time is up, sir. I, we got it all done, man.
6: Thank you very much. Thank you,
3: my friend.
4: All
6: right, Madam Clerk, that brings us to item number one. And I, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't apologize. We have one more person to speak, okay? No, come on up. I think you have
12: somebody after me, too.
6: Yeah, okay, didn't pay attention. Usually, Mr. Al is the last one, so... <laughs>
12: I was over there. Hi, and he didn't just, know I was here. He just told,
6: whole yeah. wishing. that's all.
12: Hi, Nancy Pearson, 8924 Rensu Drive. I'm here on uh, three items, which are all concerning the landfill, 66, 67, and 93. Uh, most of you know that I have been active in the process with the landfill for many years. I've been before you many times. I've done many FOIA requests. These are actually... The CDs that the parish has sent me over the years with the four-year request that I made several years ago under different leadership and a different council uh, when this parish was spending ungodly amounts of money on that landfill and nothing was being done. It was just getting worse and worse and worse. And then finally, uh, I want to thank one good thing came out of that. You got River Ridge activated, and we now have an active civic association, community association and we are very concerned about the environment and what we face across the river. Most people think of the landfill and you think of Wagaman. River Ridge and Harahan is directly across the river from that. And so we get a lot of the effect of it. We, are, we met, the board met last night. As you know, I'm much in favor of this, all three of these items. I've been to the landfill many times. I've done tours. Under the past administration, we were not allowed to see the Jefferson Landfill, so we just did the fence line where it was, it was a dump. Now you can go through, you can walk through it. We're actually making money from it. And so what we would like you to consider, other than passing these three items on the agenda today, is that that saving that you're going to make from the, the lower tipping fees and also the money that we are currently making from selling the gas instead of burning it into our environment. We would like you to consider using that extra, hopefully around $3 million a year, hopefully, um, for environmental issues, particularly not just Wagaman and River Ridge and Harahan and South Kenner, but in areas in Jefferson Parish who have the possibility of environmental issues. You know, we didn't have a problem with the grain elevator until it blew up. I actually wrote the report when that grain elevator blew up and had been there many times, had been around it many times, was right down the street when it blew up. We didn't think we had a problem until we had a problem. So if we can take those savings and the income that we're getting from the gas and put that proactively instead of reactively because of the, we do have chemical plants, so we just ask you to do that, think about that in the future, but please pass all three of these. Thank you. Thank you and I did my research before I got here, so thank you.
6: Thank you so much, appreciate it. Please state your name for the record.
13: Well, Bonnie Thompson, 3819 William Place, Jefferson Parish. I'm a teacher in the Jefferson Parish Public School System Talent Education Department. I want to thank Mr. Bonanno, See, I'm smiling for meeting with with me yesterday. And I, I truly feel like I've been enrolled in Politics 101. I mean, this is a whole new world opening up to me. As a follow-up to our meeting, I understand that j will be limited to 22 weeks in j Pack by an amendment that's on the docket today. As I explained yesterday during our meeting, my performance dates are limited by the school calendar and mostly by the emphasis on standardized testing and preparation and all of that. So I'm asking that as we move forward in the future, JPES be required to consult with the talented education department in the Jefferson Parish Public School System before establishing their performance calendar. They have fewer restrictions, they can work around our schedule. And I know that this will require probably require, as I'm learning, another amendment to the contract. But I think it needs to be in writing or it's not going to happen. I'm asking that this contract further be amended to eliminate the $5 per ticket fee to the parish for our student performances and that language be included that allows us to bring in our own qualified personnel to work during our productions. <clears throat> the business director of j was at the meeting yesterday and explained to me that the Haynes bill for $36,000 was, the rental on the building, he said, was only $16,000 because 20000 of it was charged by j JPASS employees who had to work their production. There's no way we can do this. Our ticket price is $10. We keep it that way so that we can service the families who belong to our public school system and certainly can't afford more than that to come see their children on stage. I'm also asking that you re- revisit the monies that the parish provides to J-PASS. I questioned why they would received an additional $100,000 and was told that this money had always been given to J-PASS. When I asked what J-PASS does with the money, the business director told me that it was used to, and I quote, offset their production costs because they are currently in an over-a-million-dollar deficit. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think this $100,000 was granted for the purpose of providing educational and cultural experiences. Once again, I submit to you that if this is truly the purpose this money is meant to accomplish, it would be better spent by our talented education um, department on children who cannot afford to participate in J-PASS events. You 10 seconds, ma'am. I hope to receive a copy of the current rental agreement from JPES, which I understand is on the docket today, I look forward to new and expanded opportunities for my students, Mr. Bonanno, in this spirit of cooperation that we're developing. Thank you. Thank
6: you so much, ma'am. Anyone else wishing, wishing to address the council on uh, resolutions? Madam Clerk, please note no one else has appeared. That brings us to item number one. Uh, We're proud to have this morning with us our our special guest, our assessor, Tom Capella. And I think this is one of his items. Madam Clerk, could you read item number one?
10: A resolution that in accordance with advertisements in the local newspapers and the Louisiana statutes pertaining thereto, the Jefferson Parish Council does this day now sit as a Board of Review of the Assessment Valuations of Property in the Parish of Jefferson for the year 2022 and shall conduct a public hearing to hear from those taxpayers desiring to protest their assessment, which taxpayers shall have timely filed the reports as required by Acts 702 and 705 of 1976.
6: All right. Is there any objection to the adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker? Second by Councilman Templet. Hearing none, so ordered. I think now we open the public hearings. Uh, Madam Clerk, uh, if anyone has filed an appeal, please come forward. Anyone like to address the council on an appeal, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. That brings up item number two.
10: Yes, sir. And we have an amendment to that. A resolution of the Jefferson Parish Council of Jefferson Parish, Louisiana, acting as governing authority of said parish and sitting as a board of review of tax assessments in Jefferson Parish. And the amendment is in Section 1, and that the following protests rece- received were, 1, Marvin F. Poor and Company, and the appeal has been withdrawn. 2, Flanagan, Bilton, LLC. The appeals have been received and have been withdrawn. Pivotal tax solutions and the appeals have been withdrawn, and that's all of the amendments I have.
6: you like all, assessor's been working hard. Yes. Uh, uh, Councilman Walker, your motion? I move to approve. All right, is there any objection to the adoption of resolutions on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Yes, sir.
1: Council-
6: Mr. Assessor, would you like to address the council?
1: Tom Capella, 4928 Jefferson Parish,
8: District 5, unincorporated, 16 years. Campaign contribution. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I- uh, <laughs>
6: supposed to be all right. <laughs> supposed to be Mr. Capella, you don't dress as as snazzy as, as, as Not anybody. even close. Okay, all right, so.
8: But thank you, uh, Mr. Chairman and Council, Ms. Acting President. You did a great job, by the way. Obviously, we're excited when the appeals get worked out. The office works really hard to get uh, a fair and accurate accounting and assessment of what goes on in the parish. But I would like to give you all just an update like I do every year about where we are numbers-wise. And if you have any questions for me, taxable value in the parish is right under $4 billion, $3.999 billion we have 4.7 billion in total property but when you take away the homestead exemptions the taxable value was 3.999 billion dollars in the parish the total taxes collected last year were 404 property taxes 443928980 dollars that's what the total taxes were collected on the property side total taxpayers are 166 thousand. dollars 263, that's residences and commercial. The total homesteads, we have about 125,000 homesteads in the parish. 102,337 of them are have the homestead exemption. The other ones will maybe second homes or apartments that they rent out. As you know, you can only have one homestead exemption. Um, we have our tax millage on the east bank. And pretty close on the West Bank, unincorporated is 128.11 mills. Um, the West Bank is 133.82 mills. The difference in that is the un- unincorporated is in the West Bank. The levy district millages all voted on by the people, or a little bit higher. If you all remember last year, because you all worked so hard, and we had met and discussed the ida reductions, and Ricky Scott and Marion down in your areas. Lafitte Crown Point Barrataria, we did an an overall, a mass assessment and reduction, and we've spoken with the people at Grand Isle. We've put those back on, but we'll take individual cases. We spent a couple of days down on the island for the people that still aren't ready. Uh, We talked to Mayor Kerner, and they're still in some trouble down there, so they're still getting some help this year. Uh, We have received parish-wide many, many, many requests for help of which we're giving if people have major damage and they're not quite ready. We did it for last year. Uh, we've done some for this year. This will be the last one. If there is anybody out there that you know, we could still help them, but it would have to be done quickly, as we have to get our tax roll done and prepared to the, get to the tax commission, so it can get to the sheriff to send out the bills in a quick fashion. But great work on either you really gave we all really gave some relief to people who who really who really needed it. So uh, it's an exciting time to be in Jefferson Parish. From the chair I sit in every day we see so many people coming into the parish it's really good on the residential side and when they come in we you know we try to see as many as we can and we ask them what's bringing you to Jefferson to Jefferson Parish obviously the overwhelming response is because the Assessor is so good-looking but second <laughs> from that is crime and quality of life and that is kudos to you guys for what you do on the quality of life side and the support of our sheriff because there are certain areas that are not safe we are doing very very well uh, having people come in a lot of work to do but congratulations to you all for the in-migration of people on the residential side and the commercial side as well we are business friendly uh, but we also separate business from the neighborhoods and y'all do a great job with that especially in district 5 because you have Those buffers are very difficult. So congratulations to you all on another wonderful year. We're obviously excited to have no challenges. This was not a reappraisal year. That's not till 2024. But we we work very hard throughout the year to make sure everybody's taxed and valued at a a very fair assessment. So uh, we have any questions before I let y'all get to work. Jennifer,
14: just a thanks because I know um, every time we contact your office, you all are so quick to respond and, and assist our residents. And again, we had a special district set up this year. Um, you all were a great help to us. So again, it's a team effort, and I think that's part of what makes Jefferson so special. So thank
8: My you. My team's way better than me, but thank you for that, and thank you again for the great work you do. Have a great meeting. Thanks. Oop, anybody else?
6: I am, look, I got. B, Bee,
8: I've been looking for you, B. <laughs>
6: Just a comment. Look, we're all. We all. I think I can speak for everyone. We've had a great relationship with your office and, and your staff. And you know, part of moving Jefferson Parish forward is all of us working together. And you've been able to do that very well with each one of our constituents and our staffs. And we just want to tell you, thank you personally.
8: Great. Have a great day. Thank you for your hard work. All
6: right. Thank you, Madam Clerk. That brings us to items to be deferred. Uh, Items 3 through 5, is there any objection to deferral of items number 3 through 5 on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templet. Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us to item number 6, professional services. Madam Clerk.
10: A resolution selecting a firm to provide fuel from outside the southern Louisiana area interested and qualified to provide delivery of backup fuel during a declared disaster for the Department of Fleet Management under RFP number 440.
6: Councilman Walker?
9: Selection is PS Energy Group Inc.
6: PS Energy Group Inc. Is there any objection to the selection of PS Energy Inc? On motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templin. Hearing none, so ordered. Item number seven.
10: A resolution selecting an engineering firm interested and qualified to provide professional services related to the design of rehabilitation to the NARA and veterans and market and Save lift stations, Council Districts 2
6: and 5. I am going
7: to move jointly on behalf of Ms. Van Rankin and I to select the top ranked firm of NY and Associates. Okay.
6: There any objections to selection of NY Associates on motion by Councilwoman Bonanno, second by Councilwoman Van Branken? Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, we'll we come back to executive session later in the meeting. Madam Clerk, that brings us to the public appearance part of our agenda. Uh, could you please read item number 10?
10: Summary number 25938 amend chapter 33 and chapter 40 to amend standards and procedures pertaining to tree preservation including tree replacement violations enforcement and penalties and provide for related matters as authorized by council resolution number 136707 adopted December 9 2020 and extended via council resolution number 138642 adopted December 8 2021, and um, we do have an amendment to this, and the amendment is, uh, whereas the proposed tree preservation regulations shall only apply to certain base or overlay zoning districts that specifically require tree preservation or in situations where a property owner elects to protect existing significant tree or trees to fulfill required landscaping requirements.
6: Councilman Walker, your motion on amendment? Move to approve.
10: I, I'm sorry, uh, Ms. Eula, yes. we have
15: several more amendments. If they were, and I can read them out if that's okay. I apologize, Councilman Walker, just so we're clear for the record. All right, thank you. Um, the where I statement that Ms. Eula read also, we amended section six of the ordinance to clarify that the Old Metairie Neighborhood Conservation District subdivision procedures. Um, only apply to development sites with multiple lots when a a building or demolition permit not to include routine exterior maintenance, interior renovations, or uh, plumbing work. For Section 9, we removed pecan trees from the significant tree list and reorganized the outline structure of those provisions. We also clarified... um, preservation and uncontested tree removal areas in both the Metairie Ridge Tree Preservation District and the Old Metairie Neighborhood Conservation District by adding um, two separate figures with additional information. And we also clarified that significant trees within the uncontested removal areas in the Metairie Ridge Tree Preservation District and the Old Metairie Neighborhood Conservation District may be removed uh, with replacement. Uh, In Section 14. We clarified provisions for protected or significant trees that require replacement by adding um, a table to explain the replacement ratios. In Section 17, we clarified violation provisions related to the unlawful removal of protected trees that require replacement by adding a table to explain replacement ratios associated with unlawful removal. And We added a new Section 27 to read as follows. Section 27 that Chapter 33, Unified Development Code, Section 33-6.27.2, Applicability, is hereby amended to read as follows. Where a base or overlay zoning district in this UDC or in Chapter 40 zoning of this code requires tree preservation and protection, the provisions of this section shall apply. Notwithstanding anything to the contrary in the UDC or any ordinance or government regulation applicable to tree preservation and or tree protection, the undeveloped lands located in West Jefferson are exempt from any and all such tree preservation and or protection requirements unless and until the owner makes the choice to use existing trees for landscaping requirements at the time of development in accordance with Section 33-6.25.6. And those are all the
6: amendments. Amendments. Okay. Is there any objection to the amendments being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so ordered. Councilman Walker, your motion on amendments. First, I'd, I'd like to say... Sorry, uh, I'm sorry, hold sorry, on. Uh, Councilman Byron Lee has a question.
11: I, I see that West Jefferson has been exempted. What about unincorporated Jefferson Parish that does not include uh, Old Metairie? Right, th-
15: those areas are not... Um, they're not covered by the tree preservation. We were requested to specifically call out West Jefferson, but under the applicability section, it applies only if the zoning, the base zoning district or the overlay district requires it, and those areas are only in the old Metairie neighborhood conservation district or the Metairie Ridge tree preservation district. Okay.
6: okay once again, any objection to the, to the amendments being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so ordered. Councilman Walker.
9: And I'd like to say, best I know the planning department put a ton of work into this and there were several meetings had uh, around this subject it's very thorough and i think uh i know councilman councilwoman van franken had a lot to, to say on this issue as well regarding the old metairy uh situation and a lot was done here and appreciate all the hard work and the the detail with which you all went through everything uh, with a fine tooth comb yes and before I motion, would you like to say anything?
14: And I do think we have um, some people who might be here to speak on this, but again, let me just echo the planning department um, taking the study on, trying to correct something that's been an issue, um, and then being so responsive to the concerns that were addressed along the way. Uh, I know there was a comment earlier in the meeting about our directors and coming up through the ranks. To me, it's a benefit in Jefferson Parish that our planning director has both a law degree and a planning degree, and has worked her way up through the ranks to be able to be um, able to respond in the way that you did to the concerns and address them so adequately. So thank you.
6: Any other comments?
16: Good morning. My name is Dr. Monica. Monica, I have uh, reside for 35 years at 411 Betts Place in Old Metairie. I'm also honored to serve um, on the Old Metairie Commission. Um, two and a half years ago or more, I was uh, – approached Jennifer Van and Councilwoman Van Racken, about our concerns about green space and trees in Old Metairie, which is a very unique environment, as you all well know. And I was happy to hear at that time that there was an undertaking for this project and study, which has been so deftly dealt with and diligently done by our hardworking Jefferson Planning Department. Um, if you canvass, members or neighbors in Old Metairie, the newcomers and the old people like me who reside there, say the reason they're there is because it's unique and the aesthetic of the environment. We all know that the trees provide clean air, oxygen, preserve our soil, preserve our water and wildlife, and an economic benefit. So when I heard that the home builders had a um, objection to the fees and some of the regulations, I was surprised because they have an economic benefit from the aesthetic and the magnet that is drawn by people wanting to live there. Um, I don't think the fees and regulations in this amendment are onerous. If you canvass the rest of the country you will see their fees and regulations can even be harsher than ours. So um, I rise in support of the hard work that has been done in this study, I applaud the Jefferson Planning Committee. I applaud the Olmutterate Committee for their due diligence also. And I ask you humbly to please approve um, what has been set forth. Thank you.
6: Thank you, that brings us back. Well, we, we, comment period, I haven't opened the public hearing part. Okay, we're still working with the amendment, so uh, we, your comments are noted. Okay, but uh, let's, let's get through to that part of it first. Okay. Is there any objection to adoption of amendments on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Temple? Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us now to opening the public hearing on item number 25985 as amended. Anyone wishing to speak in favor, please come forward. Anyone wishing to speak in opposition, please come forward. Please state your uh, name for the record.
1: Uh, my name is Peter Waring. I'm a retired architect. I live in New Orleans, but I've been uh, I'm a commissioner on the old Metairie Commission. I serve as their architect representative. You can move to Jefferson Parish you like. You know. I'm sorry?
6: You can move to Jefferson Parish anytime you like. Okay. We're you saving are. trees here. Okay.
1: Well, I think that there can be really no argument whatsoever. The trees are a good thing. They're a good thing for all of us, and they should be everywhere. We should encourage and support the green canopy in our communities, and it's not hard to do. Friends of Jefferson the Beautiful, I've been a counsel, uh, an advisor to that organization now for 25 years. I've attended their tree school at JADPASS. It's an amazing program. I, I recommend it to everybody in the room. The tree school is an amazing program that talks about how to plant trees around buildings and how to build around trees. This is easy to do. It's not hard to get it right in this particular case. Trees add more value to a property than most contractors do. So, and I say that as an architect, so please, first of all, thank you very much to the planning department for their work for more than two years on this really important issue, Um, and I hope that you will support this. Thank you very much.
6: And let let me correct a comment I made. Uh, This is actually opening a hearing on summary item number 25938. (laughs) Same same ordinance with amendments, just I quoted the wrong number. Please state your name for the record.
11: Thank you. Hi, it's 509 Homa. Familiar with Old Metairies. As a matter of fact, it's where my cousins reside, off of Sydney. St. Francis is like the probably only church I've attended more than once. I I appreciate the services there greatly. Um, So it's not easy to rise in opposition when something's good, right, when something's been so well-intended. But, boy, does this one just stink of all that road of good intentions paved to somewhere I'd rather us not go as a parish, Right because of the special districting, because of all the hours and the two years, two years dedicated to making sure that you got regulations right for trees, in old Metairie specifically, I can't even imagine how much effort went into this. And I wonder if that effort was put towards Bridge City, or Wagaman, or Harvey, or a stop sign on Homa, if I'd have to stand here. With assessments, an assessor who I have to worry about whether or not I can file a form to get an appeal or have an intimate relationship. My, my council person won't even say hello to me. Came over here and said hello to the people right behind me, wouldn't take the time to say hello to me. That's because she believes I won't follow the rules. Y'all made me read the rules and when I read the rules regarding open meetings and public information requests, my soon-to-be council person, remember what you had to ask me? I don't know if I ever answered that question. Did I? Yeah. I suffer for a lot of shortcomings, a lot of character flaws. Being an attorney ain't one of them. With regards to this topic, man, I can't get a tree on airline. I can't get lights on airline. I can't get you to... We can rip the trees out of Clearview. Next is Transcontinental to serve, what, a gem? Another, another gem item over there in District 4? We'll rip out every tree to serve Lafreniere Park, I'm sure. And we'll forgive all the tax. Roles for anywhere around Lafreniere Park. They get tax exemptions. Do you know how people feel when they're paying three and $6,000 property tax? And I tell them if you just live two miles closer to Lafreniere Park, invest in your property a little bit, you're tax exempt for probably the rest of your life. The exceptional district. Metairie is an exceptional district and it is beautiful. I love going to Old Metairie. I go to the, 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 the market there, right? Of course, we spent a lot of money for that little market, for the little park there. That's basically a nice frontage for the uh, State Farm building. Right, they got a nice little front porch on our dime. Look at the quality of life on West Metairie, West Metairie Road, Napoleon. They're doing 80 miles an hour on the weekends down Napoleon, and we can't touch it because we don't have any understanding of the relationship between governance. Right, Me- old Metairie is served. Old Metairie has served well, germane to the topic, yes, it's about governance and the fact that Old Metairie has two years worth of reports done on their behalf, the amount of effort done by the attorney just to read this into the record is absurd. How many trees do you think you're protecting? How many total trees? I don't think we understand the cost benefits because nobody's paying for the costs. Y'all are arbitrarily empowered. So, Old Metairie bucked down. They see the fruits of this labor, and anywhere around Laferriere Park and the in the greater best parts of Kenner, like Old Metairie, are seeing their due. And the rest of the parish is paying the cost arbitrarily—four hundred and something plus million dollars on assessments. We got a seven hundred eighty million dollar budget. I'm asking for restraint, but y'all spend two years on Old Metairie over tree preservation. Now, I love trees. I'll miss all the trees I've lost over here off of Homa Boulevard. It's hot. I come from California. I was born a tree hugger. You know what it's like to have to get up here and oppose a tree amendment? Something to amend on behalf of trees. And i got to get up here and oppose it because of an illegitimately formed government. I'm a Jeffersonian Republican. I want a government that's frugal and simple, but we got to get an exception for West Jefferson, even though it's already integral. It's integral to what was done. But you got to make an exception, because you were called to make an exception for West Jefferson. Let's not let anybody in West Jefferson think that they're going to somehow suffer for what's being done for Old Metairie. So you had to carve out an exception for that, didn't you? Right? And you even had to stop us in the middle of it, Mr. Lee, to make sure that your exception was heard by the people. Of West Jefferson,
6: You've got to, stay to the topic.
11: This you... is part of the topic. You carved out an exception for West Jefferson unnecessarily. You did unnecessary work for the benefit of West Jefferson's appeal, so that West people of West Jefferson don't worry about it. There's an exception just in case you couldn't read the whole law, just in case you had, didn't have time for the thirty-eight thousand or thirty thousand plus statutes that the Jefferson Paris has formulated. We got no understanding what it means to secure the blessings of liberty. It requires the exercise of restraint. If for every statute you want to add, find a few to pull out. Remove a few of them. If I've got to look, like I'm talking to Mr. Waring here, does anybody know that you can't legally own a pear tree? You can't grow a pear tree in Metairie? That's a law for Metairie. I found it when I, when I had a problem with a pear tree several years ago, it grows a fungus. There's a reason for it, right? There's all kinds of good reasons for everything you're doing for old Metairie. Lots of good reasons for the things that we're doing for elementary. I don't doubt anything in that thing is worth doing. I'm just sad at the expense we have to go to to get it done. So I rise in opposition, and I prefer that frugal and simple government. Give it, give it up to us. We, we, we name this parish after Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson.
6: Anyone else have any comments? Madam employee, please note no one else has appeared. Councilman Walker, as amended.
9: Yes, and I would uh, encourage anybody who's got questions about this ordinance to go and look at it and read it and see exactly why certain things were done within that ordinance because, again, a lot of time and effort was put into it and any exceptions that were made, any concessions that were made were well thought out and the reasons behind it, and it's all spelled out in the ordinance. If you want to take the time to look at that ordinance and see exactly what it's all about, that would be beneficial. With that, I approve.
6: Is there any objection of approval of summary item number 25938 as amended on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Temple Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk.
10: Summary number 25981, approving CU-622 to amend the master plan of a special permitted use for the Metairie Country Club for the addition of two tennis courts and a golf teaching facility and the reconfiguration of parking at 580 Woodbine Avenue on Tract M1A, Metairie Club Gardens Subdivision, Council District 5.
6: We're now opening a public hearing on summary item number 25981. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilwoman Van Rankin.
14: Move for approval.
6: All right, is there any objection of approval or summary item number 25981 on motion by Councilwoman Van Rankin, second by Councilman Templet. Hearing none, so ordered. Item number 12.
10: Summary number 25982, approving SP2822, requested variances to the parking and area regulations for Clearview Commons located at 4230 Veterans Boulevard and 3201 Homer Boulevard on Lot A1, Square 19, Suburban Villa, Subdivision, Council District 5.
6: We're now open a summary hearing on summary item number 25982. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Here we go. Madam Clerk, please, note one. no one has appeared. Councilwoman Van Rankin.
14: Move for approval.
6: Is there any objection of approval of summary item number 25982 on motion by Councilwoman Van Rankin, second by Councilman Templeton. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk. I, uh, I think you have an amendment on 13, correct? Yes. Or...
10: Or it was just um, item number 10 that had the amendment? Just item number 10. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. We have no amendment for 13. I'm sorry. It was number 10. Summary number 25983, approve SP3722, requested variances for Lee Michaels Fine Jewelry, located at 3020 North Causeway Boulevard on lot 1B, square 38, Harlem Subdivision, Council District 5.
6: We're now opening a public hearing on summary item number 25983. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilwoman Van Branken. Again,
14: thanks to the Planning Department for working to to get a better product uh, at the end of this. Um, Again, I move for approval.
6: Is there any objection of approval of summary item number 25983 on motion by Councilwoman Van Branken? second by councilman template hearing none so ordered that brings us to 14.
10: summary number 25971 approving cu422 an amendment to the special permitted use and master site plan for the bulk storage of flammable and combustible liquids for the international matex tank terminals gretna facility to place eight support structures and a quality control lab with offices on site for IMTT Gretna in accordance with the provisions of Chapter 40, Article 31M2, Section 40-582 permitted uses on lot IMTT Gretna, Southeast Land Subdivision located at 1145 4th Street, Council District 2.
6: We're now opening a public hearing on summary, item number 25971. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed? Uh, please state your name for the record.
11: Good morning. My name is Kenneth Wink with Brown Root Engineering
2: here on behalf of IMTT. Just if you have any questions are available. Thank you for the consideration.
6: Thank you. Anyone else? <clears throat> Madam Clerk, please note no one appeared in opposition. Councilmember Venano.
7: Just for clarity purposes for anyone who may be watching this meeting, this amendment to the SPU does not add any additional storage tanks. So please understand that it allows them to build a new quality control lab and supporting structures. And I want to thank Brandon and Root and IMTT for working with the local fire department to clear up any confusion that we had at the last meeting. And with that, I move for
6: approval. All right, is there any objection of approval of summary item number 25971? A motion by Councilman Bonanno, second by Councilman Temple. Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, 15.
10: Summary number 25984, approved CU-122, special permitted use, and establishing a master site plan for the processing, refining, or bulk storage of flammable and combustible liquids for the Big Easy Blends alcohol blending facility on lot 1J, New Orleans Public Belt Railroad Subdivision, Council District 2.
6: Now opening a public hearing on summary item number 25984. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. I'm Barry Scariano with Scariano Martinez Architects, and I'm here in favor. Um, I work with Big Easy
8: Blends on this project, and we recently uh, presented to the council with the rezoning process, so I don't want to rehash all of that, but one new piece of information uh, since the uh, Planning Advisory Board last month is that we have uh, obtained a state fire marshal approval for the storage of these flammable liquids
6: on this site. Madam Clerk, please note that no one has stated opposition. Councilman Veneno.
7: Move for approval.
6: Is there any objection to approval of summary item number 25984 on motion by Councilman Veneno, second by Councilman Templet? Hearing none, so ordered. I have a notation. Item number 16 is to be canceled. Councilman Bonanno.
7: I'm sorry. Yes, sir. I want to thank the parish administration and the IG for working together to find a solution to this issue that does not require legislation. And for that, I move for cancellation.
6: Is there any objection to cancellation of summary item number 25964 on motion by Councilman Bonanno? Second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us to item number 17. Um,
10: Summary number 25975, Repeal and Reserve Chapter 16, Article 1, Section 16-14 of the Code Relating to the Prohibition of the Acceptance of Commercial and Residential Solid Waste from Sources Outside of the Geographical Boundaries of the Jefferson Parish Sanitary Landfill. All
6: right, uh, I will yield at this point to Councilman Walker.
9: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'd like to invite Public Works Director Mark Drews up to uh, go through this item and how it's connected to other items on the agenda and how they all work together to uh, explain it in in the clearest way possible with this presentation for everybody to understand.
17: Okay. Ready? All right. Uh... There's a couple of items on the thing that are all dealing with a proposal that uh, River Birch had made to the council. uh, And the council subsequently set up a meeting with the administration in River Birch. And at that meeting, Public Works agreed that we would do a thorough analysis of that proposal. Uh, So basically what we have here is a synopsis of both the proposal and that analysis. Uh, Basically the proposal, okay? What the proposal was from River Birch, who actually already manages the Jefferson Parish Landfill Disposal Operations, was to extend that management agreement until 2037, which is approximately 15 years from now. Uh, The current contract theoretically would end when phase 4A of our landfill is filled. Uh, That is roughly estimated to be seven years, Uh, so basically this would be like an extra eight years on the extension. Uh, In addition, what they would do is combine the waste streams, the waste stream at River Birch with the waste stream at Jefferson Parish. uh, And they would dispose that mixed stream for three months in Jefferson Parish's landfill. Or until they reach approximately 260,000 tons, which is typically what unincorporated Jefferson Parish would put in the landfill each year. Then the remaining approximately nine months. Those two waste streams would then be disposed of at the River Birch landfill. Uh, In addition, uh, we have to take care of leachate that's developed as the waste decomposes. That's a liquid that has to be siphoned out of the landfill. In addition, every time it rains, and of course you're working on an open face in a landfill, that water that hits that open face is deemed to be contaminated and must be disposed of. River Birch would then pump that leachate and that contaminated water to the River Birch landfill where they have injection wells for disposal. In lieu of what happens now at JPSL, it's pumped to a lift station on our landfill, which then pumps to the live oak sewer lift station, which eventually goes to our Bridge City treatment plant for treatment. We would also, the proposal would extend the gas operation and maintenance contract. Our gas collection system is maintained currently by River Birch. they do the daily operations and maintenance. They would extend that contract also to 2037, the same time it expires in 2024. And with that, uh, the proposal would also, though, eliminate that annual payment that we pay to River Birch to maintain and operate that gas collection system, which is roughly, five, which is $500,000 per year. In addition. They would also take over all construction costs for the gas collection system. Uh, You still have to complete the gas collection system in 4A. Uh, And then, as part of the proposal to get the extension for 15 years, they would be allowed to now do disposal work in phase 4B of the landfill. And of course, they would also take on those construction costs. Those are typically paid for by the parish to install that gas collection system, and it's turned over for maintenance by the operator. Uh, in addition, uh, we have three completed sections of the landfill called Phases 1, 2, and 3. We do currently have some compliance orders that we're trying to address and uh, resolve. And once those are resolved, River Birch would then take over uh, any issues that are associated. They already operate uh, the maintenance on those sections. But they would then be responsible for any fines or any issues that develop in those sections of the landfill. And then finally, the tipping rate that we currently pay, uh, which is $24.40 per ton for disposal at our landfill, for River to handle that, would be reduced by $0.40 cents to $24. So, we then move on to the analysis. Uh, basically, this is a summation of the pros. Uh, we believe there'd be a minimum $900,000 cost reduction for landfill maintenance and disposal. That's comprised of, again, the $500,000 gas collection maintenance fee that we pay every year goes away. Uh, the tipping rate is reduced from $24.40 to $24. That equates to approximately $100,000 per year that we would save. In addition, as The landfill now for nine months basically there's no disposal operations. Our oversight costs would drop Uh, in addition included in those costs, we would be responsible for designing those construction improvements to the gas collection system. We would have to do the construction administration on the construction and full-time inspection. We can reduce that to part-time inspection. And again, we would just review the plans instead of designing the plans. So we estimate that that's about $300,000 per year in oversight costs that the parish could save. addition to that, the next second item, We would estimate that over the 15 years of that remaining on the contract, the installation costs for the gas collection systems in the remainder of 4A and in 4B, we would save approximately $500,000 per year. So basically a reduction of about $1.4 million for the parish. There's also an incentive here. to maintain and operate that state of the art gas collection system that River Birch has installed and maintains, because they make a profit off of that. That gas goes from the landfill to their processing center on the River Birch site and they sell it. Uh, so they have a stake in this. So we actually get 12% of that profit as royalties, and in 2021 that was $1.3 million. Improve daily operations. It's very helpful for coordination if the firm that is actually working and installing the gas collection system and maintaining it on a daily basis is also doing the disposal operations because they have to go side by side. So having the same operator uh, makes for a much more efficient operation. In addition, phases, as we said before, phases 1, 2, and 3, once the parish resolves all its compliance orders, River Birch will now be responsible for any issues associated with those completed sections of the landfill. Uh, there is a potential for odor reduction for those nine months, because nine months of the year we won't be actually having active disposal at our landfill. Again, the tipping rate will be at, set at $24 reduction. That's the lowest in the state. For this type of landfill operation, you can see that the average paid is 28.56, with a low of $25.88 and as high as $40 per ton. Also, because they have agreed at no cost to then take our leachate and contaminated water and put it in their injection wells, we can delay and we may not ever have to construct a retention pond to handle that leachate and that contaminated water, which is estimated at another one and a half to two million dollars. Then, finally, uh, we will extend the life of the landfill. Uh, the agreement states will put approximately 260,000 tons into the landfill each year, which is what Unincorporated puts in. But at our landfill, we also take municipal waste and other waste, which comes to about $100,000, I mean 100,000 extra tons per year. So we won't be putting in that into the landfill, which will extend the life of our landfill. All right, let's move on to the cons. Okay, Uh, when we have a hurricane or a disaster, of course, there's an increased need for disposal operations, uh, and having only one landfill in lieu of two can uh, slow down that process. However, you'll see we have some requirements that'll be on the next page that the parish, you know, the parish realizes that must happen in order for this proposal to be acted upon. And that will actually be addressed in one of those requirements. Uh, Secondly, industrial waste will now be placed back in the JPSL. Uh, There's a current moratorium on it. That moratorium was actually driven by liquid waste when the parish started to accept liquid industrial waste. That was in February of 2017 and all of a sudden that's when we had a significant spike in odor complaints. Uh, By July of 2018, the parish then basically stopped taking that liquid waste and put a moratorium on industrial waste. In addition, there is a reduction in income, potential reduction in income. We will no longer get third party disposal royalties. We get a royalty on the municipal waste that's placed in our landfill and other third party waste. Uh, I've very conservatively estimated that the potential for the parish would be a loss of 580,000 per year in revenue. Currently, we're we're getting about an average of 300,000 for the last few years, but we're not accepting industrial waste, so theoretically we could build up uh, that number by getting some of those customers back. Uh, Finally, uh, reopening a landfill after it's been dormant for nine months. There is a potential for uh, additional odors when you do that reopening. However, my understanding is that River River Birch would plan to at least uh, do that opening in January when it's colder uh, which is less chance for odors and of course they will be responsible for any additional odors resolving those issues next we go to uh, requirements that we that have to be done if this proposal were to be acted upon obviously you need to amend the parish code to accept waste from outside Jefferson Parish the River Birch waste stream obviously takes Par- uh Orleans Parish they take the North Shore so that has to be amended that's on the uh, agenda today. You have to amend our industrial waste moratorium to accept industrial waste but exclude liquid industrial waste and that would be addressed today. And of course River Birch has to accept that moratorium that they won't uh, place liquid industrial waste in our landfill but they don't accept it uh, at their own landfill, so that's not really an issue. Uh, we would need approval from LDEQ to just operate the landfill three months. Out of the year, which is not typical, Uh, LDQ has actually already given us that approval that that is all right. There won't be any problems with our permit. Uh, And then finally, in the aftermath of a disaster such as Hurricane Ida, we would require Riverbirds to either open two landfills or route parish trucks to the landfill that's not in operation, so they can go through those scales, which would be more efficient. And actually, that's what happened during Ida. Because in Ida, uh, always. Paris Waste was actually going to River Birch because we had had the flooding of the wagon wagon town overtopped and flooded our landfill. And we found that after about a week and a half or two weeks, there were significant problems in getting the trucks through the River Birch landfill because of the the volume of debris. So that's actually what happened. They started routing the trucks to the Jefferson Paris landfill so that we would have a priority to get our trucks off the road, and it worked fairly well. Uh, So that would be a requirement as well. So that pretty much wraps up the analysis. Uh, uh, With that, if y'all have any questions, i will be happy to answer.
9: Mr. Drews, thank you for the work you put into that. I know that was uh, an extensive amount of time and effort put into it. I just had a few takeaways from this. I I think the pros far outweigh the cons, in my opinion. And um, a couple of key points to emphasize, I think, is the three months... A year the landfill will be open which obviously addresses a great number of issues we've had over the years as that has continued to be a problem with odor in jefferson parish especially in the hotter summer months Uh, the ldeq compliance where we're off the hook for that and after we're finished being on the hook for it (laughs) then we're off the hook and then the cost savings of course of more than a million dollars a year i think that's that's big for us and we get out of the landfill operations business which i also think is a big plus for jefferson parish
17: yeah. Again, as I said, if you if you add the numbers up, we a minimum will, we should be eight hundred thousand per year. I really believe it's going to be more than that. It would probably be on the neighborhood. But we were very conservative in our analysis, uh, you know, to make sure that uh, you know we, we were going to come out. Uh, you know, the information you have was going to be accurate and conservatives that we can only go up with the uh, savings.
9: I just have one question before we get to the others. Are there any lingering concerns for you outside of what we've covered today? Is there anything that's still outstanding in your mind?
17: Uh, no, I think uh, the analysis is complete. Uh, again, River Birch is already managing our landfills. So, you know, uh, the operations, are, uh, you know, have, have been fine. So, uh, you know, I, I have nothing else I think that, that needs to be added to this analysis. Thank you. Um,
6: from my colleagues, I'll wait till after. Yeah, okay, Councilman
11: Lee. I, th- I think uh, that you've done a fine job in explaining all of this. And one of the things that I'd like to say, and I think you'll agree with, is that the landfill will remain an asset of Jefferson Parish, and uh, therefore we have ultimate control over this. Although uh, this proposed uh, transaction is. At hand. But this is an asset for Jefferson Parish, and we are not selling that
17: asset. Yeah, that is important. And, and again, there was a previous, you know, several years ago, there was a previous proposal. That, the, the best things about this proposal is again, we, we retain ownership of the landfill, and the landfill doesn't go dormant. It is still going to be maintained and operated by River Birch. Even the nine months it is down, River Birch is still going to maintain the landfill because obviously gas is still being collected. Uh, and there are certain things that you have to do to maintain our landfill even though this active disposal is not occurring. Banana.
7: Mr. Drew, you, you mentioned the potential loss of five hundred eighty thousand dollars in royalties. <clears throat> Does that still allow us a savings of a million dollars a year, taking that into consideration?
17: Yeah, we I estimated one in the pros one point four million dollars savings at okay. most six hundred thousand in royalties. And it's important to understand that right now the royalties for the last few years averaged roughly two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. But I have to be fair, because we're not taking industrial waste. And prior when we were taking industrial waste, we reached a peak average of about 580,000 so you know could we get that business back i don't know but i thought you know the proper thing to do is to you know assume that we could get back to that level and theoretically that's what if we would just operate our own landfill we could get to that number
7: so it's your opinion that this accepting this offer saves the parish a significant amount of do- dollars going forward in the future
17: yeah as i said i believe it's a minimum of 800,000 i really think it's going to be more but at a minimum it'll be 800,000 dollars per year okay. Thank you. Any other comments? And I, I would
6: just like to say, you know, one of the things that makes this e- even better is that the, we probably have one of the most unique situations in the country uh, to, to where our landfill for the parish is just right next door to the landfill for River Birch. I mean, I don't know if this would work anywhere else, okay, because uh, you know, they'd be miles and miles apart. Uh, this is joined just by a roadway that uh, you know, they could operate easily either landfill. In this day and age, all of us know our companies that are all surrounding us are having staffing problems, and so are we. Uh, th- this makes sense in, a com- in common sense to where we're op- operating one landfill at a time. And it's saving the parish dollars, just like Councilman Lee stated. We still own a landfill, we're not selling our asset. Uh, and this helps extend the life of our landfill. Uh, so uh, that being said, uh, we're going to go ahead and open the public hearing now on summary item number 25, 25975. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward.
3: Al Morello, 4260 East Loyola Drive, 5th District County, 4th District Gun Incorporated. Jefferson 50 years. Uh, Tom Capel is learning. That's all I can say. He's learning from what I'm, how I open my comments. Uh, anyway, uh, in lieu, uh, I, I agree with uh, Councilman Lee's concerns and yours, Councilman Template, about our asset, about our landfill. In lieu of past dealings with River Birch and some of their history years ago. I would say this. I, I, I'm not going to uh, say I'm opposed to it, and I'm not going to say I'm for it. I'm just going to comment. And my comments are simply this. Trust but verify. And we 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 maintain the control, and I'll say it again. I want to repeat this and put emphasis on it. Trust but verify. Because this is the kind of people we're dealing with. Anybody got any comments, any questions? Thank you.
12: Yes, ma'am. Nancy Pearson, 8924 two Drive. Um, I appreciate Mr. Al's comments, but having worked with uh, the people at River Birch over the last four or five years, uh, a lot of that has changed. It's going to be good to have people running a landfill whose business it is to run a landfill instead of, parish employees who don't know anything about running a landfill. We're finally making progress there and it's going to be good to see it continuing. If any of you have not been to the landfill in the last six months, in the last three months, they're constantly building new, uh, they've got patents pending on all kinds of new equipment that people all over the world are asking them to help them with. Other cities across our nation are asking them to come and help them fix their landfills. And so if that's the kind of people you're dealing with, you now have, most of the time there's like eight engineers on site. And I pop up at weird times so that you kind of can catch them. You can catch them in the evening to make sure they're covering the, uh, the trash, the garbage, and things like that. I appreciate Mr. Drew's um, work that they've done with them and i ask you to approve this and the other 3 that are coming up later thank you,
1: thank
6: you. all right councilman walker your motion oh i'm sorry uh councilman pastadic
2: yeah i just wanted to add you know one of the one of the things that happened shortly after i was elected to this seat almost 5 years ago is the opera, the discussion of River Birch taking of our gas, gas collection system at, the, at our landfill came up, and I didn't understand what that meant. So I asked if I could tour their facility and get a better understanding of what that meant. I can tell you firsthand when I asked for that tour, we sat in a pickup truck and literally drove the landfill, literally drove on top of the trash, in a pickup truck with the windows down. And I can tell you it smelled. I don't know if this is a good or bad thing, but it smelled no worse than driving down Veterans <laughs> Highway. I mean, it was—if you—if I would have closed my eyes, I would have had no idea that I was in the dump <laughs> or a landfill. And the reason for that is their expertise and damn near perfection in the ability to trap the odors on their their site which creates natural gas, which is a byproduct that then is sold to the public and generates millions and millions of dollars. So that was the first time I encountered any of this discussion. They've literally taken waste and created a natural resource out of it. So the parish then, it made total sense for us to get them to handle our gas collection system, which then, as Mr. Drews uh, stated, at, corrected me at our last meeting, generated somewhere in the neighborhood of almost a 1,000% more revenue to the parish than it had prior to them taking it over. We've now had that track record for the last several years of their excellence in doing so. Here's why that matters. We all know it's been pretty well noted our landfill problems that we had over the last four years, uh, both substantively within it and infrastructure, but also the odor emitting from it at that same time deq tested immediately across the street at river birch and found that that was basically pristine and being done as basically the standard bearer for landfills in the area Um, so to say that this is a no-brainer is really kind of an understatement Um, we've seen what they've done we've seen their excellence in what they do and last and councilman walker touched on it but i definitely want to make sure it's emphasized We have spent millions, unfortunately millions of dollars, in DEQ compliance orders due to, unfortunately, our parish's inability to properly operate and manage the landfill. I would argue to you that paying such fines is more wasteful than the actual waste that causes the fines. So the fact that they will not only indemnify us for all such fines and compliance orders, and take responsibility for ensuring our compliance. They have a direct financial incentive to ensure the operations are done uh, state of the art and as best as humanly possible. So, when you add all of that on top of the direct cost savings that are almost irrefutable, uh, this, you know, I certainly concur with Councilman Walker uh, and will vote in favor of this. And, and I'm proud to say I think we're doing a great thing for the taxpayers of Jefferson Parish today. Thank you, Councilman. Thank
6: you, Councilman. Uh, uh, anyone else have comments? We're good. Okay, Councilman Walker, your motion. Move to approve. All right, is there any objection to the approval of summary item number 25975 on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Temple Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, that brings us to item number 18, and I think we have amendments.
10: Yes, sir. Summary number 25985, amending the 2022 operating budget. And the amendments are as follows allocate $221,920 from Council District 3's West Bank Riverboat Gaming to recreation for professional services associated with the COVID Memorial Park project. Allocate $84,012 from Council District 3 West Bank Riverboat Gaming to recreation. Pro- for professional services associated with the Kids Splash Zone Project. Allocate $4,600 from Council District 3's West Bank Riverboat Gaming Funds for the installation of signs for various projects in unincorporated West Bank areas of Council District 3. Increase the transfer to Westminster Park from $1,000 to $2,000 using Council District 3 West Bank Riverboat Gaming Funds for a change in the scope of services to provide beautification measures and a community night out against crime event. Remove the allocation of $15,000 from Council District 3's. Video poker to JEDCO for a CEA to promote economic growth and business development of minority businesses in Jefferson Parish through the creation of a searchable database of minority businesses and to provide outreach programs and business development seminars. Remove the allocation of $35,000 from the Economic Development Fund to JEDCO for a CEA to promote economic growth and business development of minority businesses in unincorporated East Bank, West Bank of Jefferson and Jean Lafitte through the creation of a searchable database of minority businesses and to provide outreach programs and business development seminars. And that's all of the amendments I have uh, to read.
6: All right. Is there any objections to the amendments being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so ordered. Councilman Walker, your motion on amendments. Move to approve. All right. Is there any objection to the adoption of amendments on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templett? Hearing none, so ordered. We're now opening public hearing on summary item number 25985 as amended. All those who wish to speak in favor, come forward. All those in opposition, please come forward. Nobody's in favor.
1: Yeah.
11: <laughs> Freaky hires, 509, Homer. Rising in opposition as a Jeffersonian Republican that prefers a government that's frugal and simple. Obviously, anything related to District 3, 4, 2 can't be frugal or simple because both of those, uh, all three of those districts, uh, involve uh, portions that aren't united in their purpose or in, in their taxation. So when we take taxes from the gambling institutions, Uh, within one district, and they can be applied to any other area within the parish, then this kind of flies in the face of principal taxation. So as a Jeffersonian, I have to oppose these things on that principle.
6: Thank you. Please note no one else has appeared. Councilman Walker?
11: Move to
8: approve.
6: Is there any objection of approval of summary item number 25985, as amended on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templett? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk.
10: Summary number 25986, amending the 2022 capital budget, and we do have um, two amendments. To recognize a transfer of $221,920 from Council District 3's West Bank Riverboat Gaming to recreation for professional services associated with the COVID Memorial Park Project and recognize a transfer of $84,012 from Council District 3's West Bank River Boat Gaming to Recreation for Professional Services associated with the Kids Splash Zone Project.
6: All right. Is there any <coughs> objections to the amendment being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so ordered. Councilman Walker, you're on amendments. Move to approve. Is there any objection to adoption of amendments on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Temple Hearing none, so order. We're now opening the public hearing on summary item number 25986 as amended. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone in opposition, please come forward. I keep
11: wanting to make room for somebody to come in favor. Frank Hyatt is going to rise in opposition again. Representatives and direct taxes shall be apportioned among the several areas portions of the parish according to their respective numbers. You sound familiar? It's kind of like the Constitution. You swore an oath to support and defend. The representatives and the direct taxes, that's your property taxes. Now, we just heard from Mr. Pella that's two-thirds of our budget, 440 plus million dollars derived from our property taxes. And right? I'm not even talking about the indirect taxes. Right? That's what most of this money is coming out of, and that's not done uniformly as uh, the Constitution prescribes, right? Article 1, Section 3, Section 2, Clause 8. I think it's sometimes this is lost on y'all. We've got to have principles applied to these things. You can't just do it arbitrarily without having me come up here and say, hey, this is illegitimate, every single time. Somebody's got to get curious about this. I'll make time for this. I'm here a year and a half. I don't want to talk about this every single time. Somebody get curious about it. Make time for lunch. Do something.
6: Madam Clerk, just note that one person is rose in opposition. Councilman Walker.
11: Has it only been a year
9: and a half? <laughs> <I
6: tell
9: you. laughs> Move to approve.
6: Is there any objection of approval to summary item number 25986 as amended on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templer? Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us to resolutions from the floor. Madam Clerk, could you please call a roll?
10: Councilman Lee. I have two. Yes, sir. <clears throat> a resolution rejecting all bids and canceling bid proposal number 50139231 and authorizing re-advertisement for the construction of the new Avondale Library in accordance with plans and specifications prepared by NY Associates, Inc., and, designing and designated this project is sales tax exempt.
6: Move. Is there any objection to this resolution being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so order. We now open the public hearing regarding such resolution being brought from the floor. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward.
11: Frankie Hires, you said the magic word, tax exempt. No.
6: <laughs> Madam Clerk, please note one in opposition. Councilman Byron Lee. A move. Is there any objection to adoption of resolution being brought from the floor on, mo- on, on motion by Councilman Lee? Second by Councilman Templet. Hearing none, so ordered.
10: A resolution granting permission to St. Agnes lee Parish. To conduct a Vietnamese mid-autumn festival on Friday, September 23, 2022, from 12 p.m. until 11 p.m., Saturday, September 24, 2022, from 12 p.m. until 11 p.m., and Sunday, September 25, 2022, from 11 p.m. until 11 p.m., provided that all permits have been obtained.
6: Is there any objection to this uh amendment? Resolution being brought from the floor. Hearing none so ordered, we're now open to public hearing regarding such resolution being brought from the floor. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilman Lee. Move. Is there any objection to the adoption of resolution brought forward by motion by Councilman Lee, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none so ordered.
10: Councilman Template.
6: I'm good.
10: Councilman Walker.
9: I have one, I believe.
10: Yes, sir. A resolution appointing Mr. Lincoln Joseph to the Board of Commissioners for the Housing Authority of Jefferson Parish, <coughs> representing Council at Large Division B, for the remainder of the unexpired five year term, which expires on February 10, 2023.
6: Is there any objection to this resolution being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so ordered. We're now opening a public hearing on such resolution. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Please note no one has appeared. Councilman Walker. Move to approve. Is there any objection to the adoption of resolution brought forward by Co- Councilman Walker? Second by Councilman templet Hearing none, so ordered.
10: Councilman Impostata. I believe I
2: have one. Yes, sir.
10: A resolution appointing Ms. Elaine Appleberry to the Board of Commissioners for the Housing Authority of Jefferson Parish, representing Council District 4 for the remainder of the unexpired five-year term, which expires on February 10, 2026. Is there
6: any objection to this resolution being brought from the floor? <laughs> Hearing none, so ordered, we'll now open a public meeting on such resolution. Anyone in favor? Come, please come forward. Anyone Opposed? Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilman Impostata. So moved. All right, is there any objection to the adoption of resolution brought forward by Councilman Impostata, second by Councilman Templet. Hearing none, so ordered.
10: Councilwoman Van Rankin. I believe I have one. Yes. If you could read it. A resolution approving a first amendment to the Cooperative Endeavor Agreement between the Parish of Jefferson and the New Orleans Junior Golf Foundation doing business as First Tee Greater New Orleans, which provides for a golf training program for the youth of Jefferson Parish to amend the agreement to produce a NOLA night market multicultural food festival at Bonneville Boat Launch to offer educational youth programming at a recreational facility in Council District 5 to extend the term of the agreement for one additional year at no direct cost to the parish.
6: Is there any objection to this resolution being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so ordered. We're now opening the public hearing on such resolution. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilwoman Van Rankin. Move for approval. Is there any objection or adoption of resolution brought forward by Councilwoman Van Rankin, Second by Councilman Templet. Hearing none, so ordered.
10: Councilman Edwards.
4: I believe I have two.
10: Um, I had one that was pulled earlier so I only have one one? remaining yes sir a resolution granting permission to the Gala Music Foundation and Sabarez de Mija to hold their Bolita festival on October 16 2022 at St. Mark's Episcopal Church located at 3245 Manhattan Boulevard Harvey Louisiana and provided that all permits have been obtained.
6: Any objection to this resolution being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so ordered. We're now opening the public hearing on such resolution. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilman Edwards? Move to approve. Is there any objection to the adoption of resolution brought forward by Councilman Edwards, second by Councilman Temple Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk?
10: And Councilman Bonanno?
7: I have one. Would you read it, please?
10: Yes, sir. A resolution appointing Mr. Damian Brown to the Board of Commissioners for the Housing Authority of Jefferson Parish, representing Council District 2 for the remainder of the unexpired five-year term, which expires on February 10, 2027.
6: Is there any opposition to this resolution being brought from the floor? Hearing none, so ordered. We are now open to public hearing on such a resolution. Anyone in favor, please come forward. Anyone opposed, please come forward. Madam Clerk, please note no one has appeared. Councilman Venano. Move for approval. Is there any objection to the adoption of resolution brought forward by Councilman Venano, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk.
10: And I have completed the roll.
6: Okay. That brings us consent agenda number one. All right, let's see if we can get this right. Yes. Is there any objection of adoption uh, in Globo items 21 through 61 minus... 50, which will be handled later in the agenda, as well as minus 54 to be deferred and 34 to be deferred. And On motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templett. Hearing none, so ordered. Excuse so that would me, Mr. Bring Chairman,
10: item number 34 does not need to be uh, deferred. I'm sorry. You
6: want me to do that over?
10: Yes, sir, please. All right.
6: Is there any objection to adoption? In globo of items number 21 through 61 minus number 50, which will be handled later under special districts, and deferring item number 54. Yes, on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templeton.
10: And now we'll need the motion to defer item number 54.
6: Okay, well, let me finish this. I'm sorry? I, I didn't say, I no. didn't finish their, their motion. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Anyone object? Hearing none, so ordered. And now we need to move to defer item number fifty-four. Is uh, Councilman Walker, your motion? Move to approve. Is there any objection to deferring item number fifty-four? to Do we have a date?
10: To nine
6: twenty-eight. To nine twenty-eight twenty-two, on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templeton. Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us to item number sixty-two.
10: A resolution selecting an engineering firm from the list of the approved firms established under resolution number 139893 adopted on June 29-22 for routine engineering services which cost under $500,000 for professional engineering services related to updating (coughs) the standard operating procedures for drainage pump stations. Council District 4.
6: Councilman Impostato. So moved. Uh, selection.
2: My selection. Ortovia.
6: Ortovia. Is there any objection to selection of Ortovia on motion by Councilman Impostata? second by Councilman Templet? Hearing none, so ordered. Item number 63.
10: Yes, sir. I have... And item number 63 has an amendment. And it's a resolution approving a cooperative endeavor agreement between the Parish of Jefferson and Jefferson Performing Arts Society Productions to provide for cultural, theatrical, recreational, and educational programming at a cost not to exceed $100,000. And the amendment is in Section 1.0 under J.P.A.S.P. Rights Number 7. During each calendar year, J.P.A.S.P., shall have reasonable access to and use of the Jefferson Performing Arts Center for 22 weeks of engagements. However, JPASP will only be allowed one weekend per month for performances during May, June, or July unless the weekend conflicts with an outside event. If a challenge is made three months before the event and JPASP has not placed a deposit on the date J.P.A.S.P. must relinquish the weekend to the outside event.
6: Councilman Bonanno, on the amendments.
7: Move for approval.
6: Is there any objection to the approval of the amendments? Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, On the resolution as amended, Councilman Bonanno. Move
14: Move for approval. And Councilman Templin, if you could note me abstaining.
6: Uh, Is there any objection to the adoption of resolution as amended on motion by Councilman Bonanno, second by Councilman Templin, well, Councilwoman Van Branken, abstaining. Hearing none, so ordered. Okay. All right, that brings us to the next uh, in Globo, uh Items number 117. Oh, uh, Okay, let me go, actually, let me finish that part first. Is there any objection to the adoption of items number 64? through 116 minus 96, which will be canceled, and 117, which will be deferred?
10: Let's see, 117 is the addendum.
6: I'm sorry? 117 is the addendum. Okay, all right, I'm sorry, let's do that again. Is there any objection to adoption of agenda items number 64 through 116 minus number 96, which will be canceled on motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman template. Hearing none, so orders. So that brings us to item number 117, which is the addendum, correct?
10: Yes, sir. Okay. And, uh, item 1, a resolution selecting of persons or firms interested in providing for the year 2023 a group Medicare Advantage plan with a nationwide provider network for all Medicare-eligible retirees and dependents. The plan must provide the same benefit structure for retirees in and out of the state of Louisiana and must include prescription dental and vision benefits beginning January 1, 2023 and ending December 31, 2023 and to provide for related matters.
6: Councilman Walker. United
9: Healthcare People's Health Match.
6: Is there any objection to the selection of United Healthcare People's Health Match? On motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template. Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us to the Denim Agenda Items 2 to 23. That can be adopted in Globo. On motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template. Is there any objection? Hearing none, so ordered. That brings us to Special District Items, Madam Clerk.
10: And we needed to go back to Item Number 50. 50. Fifty? Yes, sir. A resolution accepting the lowest responsible bid of Fire Cat LLC under bid proposal number 50-138719 for a two-year contract for annual hydrostatic hose testing at the bid tabulation price of $31,030 for the East Bank Consolidated Special Service Fire Protection District of Jefferson Parish, Jefferson, Louisiana, maximum expenditures for this contract. Shall not exceed $35,000, Council Districts 2 through 5.
6: Okay. Uh, is there any objections to the adoption of this resolution uh, on motion by Councilwoman Van Rankin, second by Councilman Bonanno? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk. Item
10: 118, a resolution approving an agreement with Sigma Consulting Corporation to provide actuarial and consulting services for the Jefferson Parish Department of Risk Management, Jefferson Parish Hospital Service District 1 and Jefferson Parish Hospital Service District 2.
6: Councilman Walker? Move to approve. Is there any objection to adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker? Second by Councilman Temple Hearing none, so ordered.
10: Item I- I'm sorry. Item
6: 119.
10: Yes, sir. A resolution approving the repair of the redundant connection to the Louisiana Wireless Information Network to be configured and installed by Motorola at a cost not to exceed $20,865.93.
6: Councilman Walker. Move to approve. Is there any objection of adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker? Second by Councilman Templett? Hearing none, so ordered. Madam Clerk, 120.
10: A resolution approving the purchase of one 2022 Ford Explorer Sport Utility Vehicle at the cost of $39,259 for two, t- two 2022 Ford F 250 Crew Cab 4x4 6.2L trucks at the cost of $46,889 each and two 2022 Ford. F 250 crew cab 4x4 6.2L trucks at the cost of $54,053 each for the East Bank Consolidated Fire Department under the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office contract with Lamarck Ford Incorporated, JPSO bid number 21, DEC 1501. The total purchase price for all four vehicles shall not exceed $241,143, Council Districts 2 through 5.
6: Councilman
1: Bonanno?
6: Is there any objection to adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Bonanno, second by Councilwoman Van Rankin? Hearing none, so ordered. Uh, that brings us to new business, which we have none. Status reports, we have none. Persons wishing to appear before the Council. And spe- I'm sorry? Uh, uh, persons wishing to appear on council to the council on special subject matter, you have three minutes to, to speak uh, and please state your name for the record.
3: Al Morella, 4260 East Loyola Drive, 5th District Kenner, 4th District Gun Incorporated, Jefferson, 50 years. Campaign contribution from the last meeting uh, $127,900. Uh, top five uh, benefactors uh, Councilman Walker, Councilman Templet. Councilman Lee, Parish President Lee Shang, and Councilman Edwards. Uh, Governor John Bell Edwards, I'm demanding your resignation effective immediately, and I want to respond to some of the governor's comments concerning uh, DCFS. Uh, He claims that uh, when he came in as governor, he he, uh, inherited the mess at DCFS. But he didn't say he sat in the legislature for eight years. And then he also continues to retain the incompetent leadership in that agency that's causing the problems, internal, severe internal problems in the agency. He also still refuses to close the detention center, the juvenile detention center in Bridge City. Now we got the bleeding hearts talking about these children, they still calling these hardened criminals children, are having nightmares about Angola. Well, maybe it's those nightmares about Angola that's going to get their mind right. So I say to these young people, and you know, they used to have an old TV series called Beretta, And the opening song to that, to that series was Keep Your Eye on the Sparrow. And part of the lyrics was, don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Now, uh, I also want to direct this to uh, our state superintendent of education, Kay Brumley. I support Kate Brumley, our uh, superintendent's efforts to uh, raise the standards, the, the graduation standards in our schools, also to address the manipulation of the ranking of the schools, and third, to keep the garbage out of our schools as being uh, pushed by the teachers' unions all over the rest of the country. And last but not least, I want to comment, I want to direct this to Ms. Chatelaine, our Inspector General. Uh, article on the 9th in the uh, Advocate, she states where she's uh, got a plan to target high-risk areas for fraud, waste, and abuse. Well, I'll say this, that's that's fine, Ms. Chatelaine, but I'll say this. Wherever you have fraud, waste, and abuse anywhere, You got it everywhere. So this is the purpose of that office, to follow the money and to go after all of the fraud, waste, and abuse. But I do support her efforts, if she means what she says. Anybody got any comments, any questions? Thank you.
11: Frankie Hires, 509 Humble, We're going to spark some curiosity, and away we go, right? How we empower these offices of trust, right? All of y'all, how we empower you has to begin to matter more so, has to become greater. That importance has to become greater than who you are because all of you move. That's why none of this matters to y'all vote in unison, aside from the one uh, abstinence, which I think that might have been the first time I've heard anything happen that, that was not just full cahoots since Mr. Edwards uh, went against the, the mask mandate. And that was a year and a half ago. And boy, does it feel like, my, my girlfriend says it feels like five years, Mr. Walker. Not for nothing, you know, I, I'd rather not do this. I'll tell you what, I'll make an agreement. Anyone, anyone in this chamber, you don't have to admit to it, but anyone wants to find me any time after this, I live at 509 home, it's right up the street. All you gotta do is just take a stab at these questions. You don't have to get them right, nobody could. I can't find anybody to answer for me. That representatives being uh, apportioned among several states according to their respective numbers, you could take a stab at that. You could take a stab at what it means to have a Republican form of government. Or one of my favorites is what does it mean to secure the blessings of liberty not to to yourself or myself but to ourselves and more importantly to the posterity. In that context, what is liberty? Just take a shot at some of this. Make yourselves curious. I came here over a stop sign. You didn't even have to pass a resolution, all you had to do was influence the traffic engineer. You know Yakima Washington's traffic engineer solved this? Y'all heard Yakima Washington in the news lately? It's like every time I turn on, on something I'm hearing about Yakima Washington. That traffic engineer solved their stop sign utilization problem and provided domestic tranquility to their citizens. Domestic tranquility, past established justice, it's the most important reason why we have a union to begin with. If they lack for the enlightenment required to exercise their control with a wholesome discretion, the solution isn't to take that control from you, but to inform your discretion. See how easily distracted we are? We've got no patience for contemplation, and my time's up. Good luck.
12: Good morning again this is more i've spoken the last probably year nancy pearson 8924 rent drive um I, ju- I many of you know uh why so many of us don't come to the council meetings anymore if you look at the audience you have it's almost all parish employees and uh contractors and there's a reason for that um there's times that i have it on tv and i'm watching it on tv and i text councilmen or women sorry to to give my opinion, because sometimes I'm embarrassed to be here, to see how disrespectful people are before this council. And and that hurts. Uh, I studied government. I've worked with many of you for many years. You've been very helpful. You've brought progress to this parish. And to say that you're not responsive, yesterday I was a meeting with my councilman with LDEQ The week before that I was with a councilman at another meeting with River Street uh, Midstream Loading. You've been very responsive. I think it would help many of us who come before you if we actually looked at the agenda ahead of time, pulled up those resolutions and read them, we would know why Gretna is getting the money for home incarceration because they've got the contract for home incarceration through the court system. That's why we have to pay for it. It's our, it's our prisoners. So if we looked up that, if we have a true interest in what has gone before you, we would have the interest to look it up ahead of time so that we could come and speak intelligently on it and not have to say after the parish president last meeting gave her spiel on what they were talking about to come back and say, I changed my mind, now I'm for it. I didn't understand it when I said I was against it. So I I always tell, especially middle school children, take civics, learn about your government, go to council meetings. But I can't tell them to come to these council meetings anymore because I'm embarrassed at some of the things that are disrespect. And I I get First Amendment rights. People can be disrespectful if that's how they want to be. But to refer to part of our parish that we're proud of as a part of a male's anatomy, that, that shouldn't be accepted here. And so I'm just hoping that you guys can get together and make certain rules or teach people how to look ahead of time (laughs) at these resolutions so they know what they're speaking about when they come to speak. Thank you.
9: Thank you, Ms. Pearson. Bonnie
13: Thompson, 3819 William Place. Um, I'm disappointed that that resolution giving him, uh, $100,000 passed. I do appreciate some of the amendments you're making. I think we're moving in the right direction. But what I'm going to ask you to do is please hold that J-PASS accountable that these monies are expended in the right way. Um, you know, I requested a budget from them and was denied because I was told that they are now a private 501c3. And as such, they're not regulated to give public people their budget. I don't understand that when, by their own admission, 43% of their income comes from tax money. So I don't know how they can declare themselves private. Because if they were a public 501C, which my Politics 101 course is teaching me, they would have to give me that budget. So I'm asking you, They'll have to give it to you, I'm assuming, Mr. Bonanno. So please make sure that that money allocated to them for educational and cultural purposes are not, is going for that and not going to offset their production costs. Their, their deficit is self-inflicted. Their directors make more than our parish president. They can solve this problem themselves They don't have to keep coming to taxpayers to do it. And I'm asking you to hold their feet to the fire and make them accountable to you. I'm gonna try to make them accountable to me because I think they should be public and not private. But in the meantime, I'm depending on you to make sure it happens. Thank you. Thank you.
6: Madam Clerk, please note no one else has appeared to speak. Uh, That brings us now to executive session Madam Clerk, could you read item number eight?
10: A resolution authorizing the council to go into executive session to discuss legal matters concerning Kathleen Downs versus East Jefferson General Hospital, claim number 19C99J080357.
6: Councilman Walker. Move to to approve. Any objection of adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker, second by, second by Councilman Temple Hearing on so ordered. Number nine.
10: A resolution authorizing the council to go into executive session to discuss legal matters concerning the lawsuit entitled Christopher Bertrand et al versus the parish of Jefferson, USDC EDLA number 2 colon 22 CV 01618.
6: Is there any objection to adoption on resolution or motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templet? Hearing none, so ordered. We're now in executive session.
17: We're we'll
6: going to go ahead and convene after executive session. Our council meeting is reconvened. Madam Clerk, could you please read the resolutions?
10: A resolution authorizing a settlement in Kathleen (coughs) Downs, East Jefferson General Hospital, claim number 19C99J080357.
6: Councilman Walker. Move to approve. Is there any objection of adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Template? Hearing none, so ordered.
10: A resolution authorizing a partial settlement in Christopher Bertrand et al. versus the Parish of Jefferson USDC EDLA number 2, 22-CV-01618.
6: Councilman Walker. Move to approve. Is there any objection of of adoption of resolution or motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templin? Hearing none, so ordered. This brings us to ordinances for introduction, Madam Clerk.
10: Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Um, Before I begin reading, there is one uh, summary ordinance that has um, the parish attorney's office has requested that it be pulled, and it was the one that was advertised as an ordinance amending Chapter Forty, Comprehensive Zoning Ordinance Article. 42, Board of Zoning Adjustments, and it it has been pulled. Um, And this uh, summary ordinance is going to require a unanimous vote to be read, an ordinance adding Section 9-11 to Chapter 9, Homeland Security, Emergency Management and Disasters of the Code of Ordinances, Jefferson Parish, Louisiana, relating to temporary housing and shelter assistance program and the waiver of land use regulations following a presidential declaration of a major disaster or emergency.
6: we need a motion on that separately?
10: We need a unanimous vote. Yes, sir. Is
6: there any objection to this introduction being brought from the floor? Dino's right there.
10: Yes.
6: Hearing none so ordered. Madam Clerk.
16: Okay. All
10: right, and I have a second uh, summary ordinance that will re- require a unanimous vote as well. Um, an ordinance amending Chapter 6, Article 4, and Chapter 22, Article 3 of the Jefferson Parish Code of Ordinances to allow mobile catering and or mobile food dispensing vehicles at the Jefferson Performing Arts Center.
6: Is there any objection to this being read, brought from the floor, hearing none so ordered?
10: And a resub of a portion of lots 4 through 11 of original lots 26 and 27, a portion of lot 28, and the entirety of lots 29 and 31A, Destrahan division, subdivision.
6: Is this another one being brought from the floor?
10: No, sir. This is... Approving the request submitted under docket number SP3422 for variance to the sign regulations for an EVM sign for the Little Zion Baptist Church located at 433 Avondale Garden Road on Lots 25 through 28 Square 2, Avondale Garden Subdivision. Amend Chapter 33 of the Code and Chapter 40 of the Code to amend current zoning and development regulations and administrative provisions and procedures as recommended by a study authorized by Council Resolution Number 139765, amending Section 2-886 of the Code regarding Council District Improvement Assistance Funds. An ordinance to amend ordinance number 14796, the pay plan for the classified service of Jefferson Parish, to revise the pay grade assignment for the class of assistant director purchasing. An ordinance to amend ordinance number 14796, the pay plan for the classified service of Jefferson Parish, to revise the pay grade assignments for the classes of Sign Technician 1 and Sign Technician 2, and to create the classification of Sign Technician 3 an ordinance amending the 2022 operating budget of Jefferson Parish, and an ordinance amending the 2022 capital budget of Jefferson Parish. And that's all of the items I have to read into summary.
6: Is there any objection of adoption of ordinances read in the summary or motion by Councilman Walker, second by Councilman Templet? Hearing none, so ordered. That, is there any objection of motion to adjourn by all council members present? Hearing none, so ordered. We're adjourned.